Hello and welcome to Fed Talks. I'm your host, E.J. Fagerberg. How's everything going? Uh, as I so often do, I want to open by apologizing for not having an episode last week. Uh, I was on vacation, which I will talk about in a bit. Um, so that, yeah, I was out of town. I didn't have time to record before I went. And I was still kind of used up from doing the uh, crank commentary track. Which was very difficult to do and also unpopular. So it fits right in that genre of creative projects that I enjoy. Um, but yeah, I was, I took a week off, almost a week. It kind of straddled weekend. It was weird scheduling. Uh, I went to San Francisco to see my sister for her birthday. Uh, but that is not actually her birthday. Her birthday is, uh, a week later, but she was having a party, uh, really a weekend of events and had people coming in from various places. So, uh, yeah, I went, I haven't seen her in a while. Um, I went to San Francisco a few years ago and the last time I saw my sister was right before the pandemic. I was in, was in LA for a couple days and she came down to, so we could hang out a little, uh, but gotta say had a lovely time. Uh, surprisingly cold there. Uh, San Francisco in general is colder than you think it is. Uh, it's warm by Michigan standards, but you're still going to want to wear a sweater, you know? And then at night it gets into the 40s, which at this point in my neighborhood, I can only dream of what, a, what 40s must feel like. Practically balmy. Uh, we had, it was, it was a lot of fun. She had a big party at a, a bar where I think were she not so popular I think I would be terrified to be uh, in fact when I visited her a few years ago there was an Irish man who threatened to stab me uh, on the theory that I was a sports jinx and I was ruining the Warriors chances by being there when a game was played um there's a lot of she, she she has a lot of the same friends she's had for years uh, much like me but that means some of them like some of her roommates from college I've known for a while so it was cool to see them and uh it meant there were people I sort of knew so I was less awkward than I would have been in a place where I knew nobody and her friends are all very nice and welcoming so I had a I had a lot of fun uh hanging out with them and then the next day, there, was, she, there were so many plans. There was a brunch. There was drinking. Uh, there was more drinking at a different place during the uh, during the championship game. She went to University of Michigan along with most of her friends. So it was obviously very important to watch this game. And I was allowed to watch it despite being a jinx. And they won by a lot, which was really delightful. Uh, she gave everybody packs of 90s basketball cards, which is very fun for me because that's the time frame from which I know the most about basketball due to her being a fan and 
honestly due to playing a lot of NBA Jam 95. Uh, you know, just a lot of fun. It was fun. I had a good time. Uh, then on the afterwards, because we all had to get back to our regular lives, so I was only there a couple days, and then I went to Las Vegas to visit visit my friend. Uh, I have to tell you this. On the, I build a lot of extra time into travel because the last thing I want to do is have to run through an airport or maybe miss a connecting flight. So I plan on lengthy, uh, lengthy layovers. And, uh, you know, it worked real. I do have to say, actually, when I went out to San Francisco, I had a layover in Charlotte, North Carolina, which, if you want to check a map, is not between Michigan and San Francisco. It is quite far off, and I, I think it was just made so I had to take as long a flight as possible within the continental United States. But when else am I going to visit North Carolina? I mean, I really only saw their airport and had a very bad breakfast there. But still, when am I going to Charlotte? Unless I get really into NASCAR. I think they have NASCAR stuff in North Carolina, right? Uh, <laughs> so I was in so many of the biggest airports in the world. On, I mean, I can't say the biggest in the world. I haven't looked up the numbers, but over a week I was in the San Francisco airport, the uh, Las Vegas, McCarran in Las Vegas, LAX, and O'Hare in Chicago, and they're all just sprawling. And uh, my sister was nice enough to get me a hotel room while I was there because you, you don't want me sleeping on your couch, especially if you've been working from home for a year and a half. Uh, it would feel like I'm sleeping on your desk, I think. And so I took an Uber from the airport to the hotel. And I screwed up because I had looked at the email she sent me with the address of the hotel, and I sort of assumed that Uber was going to do like, a, like the Maps app does, where it, it pulls addresses from your text messages and suggests them. And Uber didn't, but it pulled something that was very similar the hotel name was similar. Uh, the address was almost the same number, but on a different street. And that was the first option. So I just hit it and went there. And that was that was not the right place. And you look on it on maps. It says it's like a 10 minute drive. And I'm like, oh, I got to get another Uber. But I had to I waited until the car that took me was out of sight. And then I switched over to Lyft because I could not imagine something more embarrassing than the same driver coming back to pick me up and me having to go, yeah, I'm dumb. But the Lyft app is, is like, are, are you sure you need a ride? These places are very close. And it was less than half a mile, which, yes, in San Francisco is a 10-minute drive. But it was something I could easily get to on foot. Or, or could have easily gotten to on foot were I not dragging luggage behind me. Um, and it wasn't an excessive amount of luggage, just more than you want to walk with, but I did it. And the cool thing was I had had a, 
my sister's birthday presents and my friend's Christmas presents in the in the luggage. So by the time I came home, I had way less luggage. It was great. I was just putting everything inside the suitcase rather than having separate bags. It was fun. Um, so uh, back to my, my layover talk. Getting to from San Francisco to Las Vegas was I had to fly through LAX and I had originally planned planned it so there's like an hour 20 minute layover which is good because LAX is is sprawling there's multiple terminals and my flight kept getting delayed until my hour and 20 minute layover had evaporated into about four minutes and I did not get to the right gate until boarding had started, which was very stressful, but still made it. The cool thing was in, so that meant I was in Los Angeles for a total of about six minutes. And in that time, I had a celebrity sighting. Celebrity might be pushing it unless you're me uh, or a big podcast fan. But uh, I am running through the airport trying to get to the place and I run smack dab into co-host of the Flophouse, Stuart Wellington, which was very exciting. Uh, and you may wonder how I know, how I can recognize a podcast host while running through an airport when he is wearing a mask. Um, and that's just the kind of nerd I am, guys. Um, actually, part of it was... Uh, 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 if you guys don't listen to the flop house it's three guys who talk about bad movies it's it's funny and delightful it's one of my favorites uh two of the hosts including Stuart, live in brooklyn and one of them lives in los angeles and the fact that i know so much about this makes it sound like i'm stalking the flop house but they put it on all their social media uh the other two guys were going out to LA to celebrate the third uh, third host, Elliot, they're uh, celebrating his 40th birthday, which is the reason I was in California. Uh, for, for my sister, not for Elliot Kalen, but still. Very similar. And so not only uh, uh, you know, did I know he was in LA, but all the pictures he that were posted on their social media, he was wearing some very distinctive pink and orange pants. And when I see that that shock of silver hair and those pink and orange pants, holy smokes, that's Stuart Wellington. Um, and since he and his wife were kind of running through the airport in the opposite direction uh, that I was, and we both, you, if you're in an airport, you have some place to be. Uh, and he, you know he doesn't want to talk to a air, random airport weirdo. So I didn't say anything because honestly, what would I say? But I did tweet about seeing him. And then uh, uh, he replied to that. And I'd like to think he appreciated me not bothering him uh, while he was dealing with the airport. But, you know, I'd been in, I'd previously spent like three days in L.A. and didn't see any celebrities outside of the people who performed at the comedy club we went to. Uh, you know, you see a Nick Kroll, that's a, that's a celebrity sighting. But he was standing on a stage and being <laughs> delivering comedy as his job. So, but that was very exciting. I saw Stuart, uh, 
and I got to Vegas and here's the thing I had I had some uh, some time I did get to the because my friend actually lives in a suburb of Vegas I did spend a little bit of time on the strip and it was sort of like huh I think I might have all the all the strip activities I need out of my system for a while um, I will still continue to go visit my friend who is an absolute delight and very fun to spend time with, but there's really not a reason to go into Vegas anymore unless something exciting happens or I want to go back to the Avengers exhibit. Um, also, I had, I was on my own for dinner one night and uh, I was just kind of looking around. I didn't want to go like I said, I didn't want to go into Vegas to eat. So I was just kind of looking for places that were within Uber distance. And yeah, I was just kind of looking at reviews and menus. And I found a place called Twin Peaks that seemed to have some stuff that would be good eating. And what I did not realize until I got there was it's one of those sexy restaurants where, uh, you know, the waitresses are, 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 wearing sexy clothes and the 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 pardon the pun titular twin peaks uh refer to bosoms so that was a bit of a surprise uh although i will say those sexy restaurants are never as uh never really much of anything like i've 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 been to sexy restaurants uh not intentionally since I was a, a very young man and excited that we had a Hooters in town, which is no longer there. You know, I was like 19. Uh, and I've been to some inadvertently and there's, there's, it's nothing. It's, hey, maybe your waitress will be pretty. Yeah, maybe that's true of every restaurant. Doesn't matter, you know. But it still made me feel weird. Like, I felt judged. That's my problem, is I assume Uber drivers are judging me. Um, I went to an old casino outside of Vegas, and I'd estimate a full 15% of the slot machines were racist in some way. And they were... Excuse me. They were not old slot machines. They didn't still have, like, physical wheels... And a lever. These were all had digital screens, and a shocking number of them had racist caricatures, most mostly of Asian people. It, I don't know. It was it was something, man. But I had a great time. I I really I really enjoy spending time with my friend, uh, who for some reason I am not naming, and I'm just gonna keep that up. You guys can speculate about who my friend is. Uh, just had a had a great time. Uh, there's not many people that I'm comfortable with, you know, especially people I haven't known for 20 years and see, you know, on a daily to weekly basis. But my uh, my my Vegas friend uh, is is just an absolute delight, and we'll probably visit again soon. Where else am I gonna go? There, that's where. So it was a fun trip. Uh, I have to say that the farther you get from the Midwest, the better people are about masks. Uh, 
you get to San Francisco and everybody has a mask on all the time and you have to show your vaccination card to eat indoors, <laughs> which I wish would become the national standard. If you are not vaccinated, you eat in the alley like Lady and the Tramp. 100% cool with that. Uh, then in Vegas, it's fairly strict on masks. People seem to... Same thing as in San Francisco. People go along with it. They act like functional members of a society who are trying to survive a pandemic. Uh, and then when I flew from Las Vegas to Chicago... I step into the Midwest horse shit immediately with, with people who are refusing to wear masks, with people who are angry about it, with people who give you the stink eye for, for wearing one. Um, and I've had such bad luck getting to Grand Rapids from Chicago in the past. I think on three different occasions I've had my flights canceled and it's, it's it's not even that far. It's like renting a car, especially now, is that you're going to drop off in a different location is way too expensive to really be a viable option. Um, you know, it's like $400 was last time when they canceled my flight several months ago. So this time I just didn't even risk it. I just got to Chicago and then I took the train home, which meant getting from the airport to the train station, which is confusing if you're not a person who takes trains. And I rarely do. And part of what's confusing is that the train from the airport doesn't actually stop at the train station. It stops about a mile away and you have to hoof it. And you would think if there's one place a train is going, it's the train station. Also, when they tell you what stop it is, they don't say, hey, it's the train station stop. They say, hey, it's Clinton Street. Does not help non-Chicago natives. Also, speaking of Chicago, they just need to lay off with the, uh, uh, oh, we don't put ketchup on hot dogs. Fine. How could you possibly care what anybody else puts on their hot dog? Unless it's, unless it's, like something you own that they have stolen and put on a hot dog in order to consume. It's none of your damn business. Back off, Chicago. Take a hike. I like Chicago, but that's that's weirdly aggressive. Uh, like they don't let you, like instant, like any place that has hot dogs will have signs telling you you can't have ketchup on it. And it's like, come on, this is an affectation at best. Don't make this the core of your being. You weirdo. Uh, but I made it. And because uh, my flights were so cheap. So I decided to get a better seat on the train, even though I don't really know what that constitutes. I think it was slightly more. No, actually, no. You know what I'm going to say? It had a huge amount of leg room. I could sit in the chair with my legs out and not touch the seat in front of me, which was fantastic because I am a tall man with long legs. Uh, but as a result of doing that, it also gave me access to one of the Amtrak lounges. I mean, it was an extra $13, and I basically got to just sit in a nicer lounge where they had complimentary chips and pop. And it was the first time I felt wealthy 
like I say, it was an extra $13, and still I sort of felt like, yeah, I earned this. This is meant for me. Uh, you can see how, uh, how it's uh, seductive. Like, you get enough of that, and you'll, you'll start to wonder, you'll start to, to realize why people become Republicans because uh, of that lounge, specifically. Uh, and then I saw a really bad accident uh, while I was waiting for the Uber to pick me up from the train station. Uh, nobody was... <laughs> Another woman from the train was having her daughter come pick her up. And uh, my Uber was coming and he was coming down the other side of the street, uh, which is fine. I'll cross the street. But instead, he did an illegal U-turn to pull right up to the curb where I was. Awesome. It's, you know, it's 1130 at night. It's pretty safe to do that there. Uh, and the woman next to me is on the phone with her daughter while that's happening. And she goes, OK, I see your headlights. I'm on the other side of the street. Do a U-turn. And her daughter tries it, but her daughter cuts from the far lane of traffic and cuts off somebody who is going in the same direction and just gets smacked. Cars are just spinning out. It's awful. Nobody was hurt, but it was a mess. And the woman kept asking, and I don't, maybe I was legally supposed to do this. She kept asking me if I'd stay to be a witness. And man, my car's there. I'm tired. I, I gotta go. Plus, what I witnessed was her telling her daughter to make an illegal U-turn and her daughter making it in the worst possible way. So I don't think I would be an effective witness for her. So I left the scene of an accident. I'm probably going to jail. You know, that's honestly, that's likely. So that's how, how vacation ends for me with me in jail. But now I'm back in Grand Rapids where Nobody wears a mask and they treat you like a freak if you wear one. And also, uh, it's the state with the highest per capita cases of coronavirus in the country. So clearly, we're really doing a good job. Uh, people asked if I was worried about traveling during the pandemic. And literally any place I go would be safer than being in Michigan. Uh, it's bad. What I'm saying is our, we, we failed as a people. But I had a, I had a, just a lovely time. Um, I don't have enough time left to really do anything substantive. Uh, so maybe I'll throw a little bit of, I don't know, TV talk. Uh, possibly next week's episode will be a best TV of 2021 feature with one guest and maybe two if we can make it work. I am very excited about that. Um... I will. Uh, I was I was scared to post this on social media because I didn't want to get get ratioed. Uh, Stephen Sondheim died, and I saw this real like outpouring of grief for Stephen Sondheim, and like a lot of people whose work I really respect had very strong reactions. And I probably do not know a single line of Stephen Sondheim. I it is. I mean, musical theater is such a, bl a blind spot for me. Um, 
I literally don't know any Stephen Sondheim, so it it felt it felt weird to see all this and feel nothing other than the sort of general sadness that a human being had died. Uh, and sometimes I think, hey, I should learn things about musical theater. I don't even know how you do that. I don't live on Broadway. What am I going to do? See plays? I I don't think so. Uh, even when they put them in movie form and make them so I can see them from my couch. I'm, I'm not going to. Uh, it would be very easy for me to watch Hamilton, and I sort of feel like I should since the main thing I know about Lin-Manuel Miranda is he and I have very similar taste in podcasts, and he's a Max Fund donor, which is pretty sweet. So I feel like I should support that. I will. I'm never going to watch Hamilton. It's on Disney+. Plus. I could just not watch Thor Ragnarok and watch Hamilton instead. And that, that'll never happen. I thought about seeing West Side, the Steven Spielberg West Side Story. Because, again, that's a... I sort of know the story, and I know the one song that Tom Waits covered on the Blue Valentine's album. Uh, speaking of, it was Tom Waits' uh, 72nd birthday while I was gone which is a holiday we celebrate around here. Uh, I always drink a shot of bourbon on that day, and I got to uh, drink a shot of bourbon with my friend, who did not drink a shot, because why would you drink a thing you're not going to enjoy because of a man's birthday? That's weirdo territory, and I don't ask anybody to follow me on that path. Uh, point is, I don't know much West Side Story. I'm like, oh, I like Steven Spielberg. I bet this will be fun to watch. And then I, I was checking the listings, and it's two and a half hours, and uh, I, can't, I can't do that. I can't watch a two and a half hour movie unless I am guaranteed that there's going to be a Spider-Man in it. Uh, that's I know I am part of the problem, but also that's just, that's, I'm sorry, that's, that's all I can do. Do you start going to the farther you go over two hours, the more Spider-Man I need. I am, by the way, very excited for the Spider-Man movie that comes out next weekend, which I assume will have so much Spider-Man in it that I can't, I won't dispute any runtime. Uh, make it nine hours. Looks like there's enough Spider-Man in it to get me through that. Uh, so the point is, I'm I'm at least partially responsible for ruining culture, and. I really only know musical theater references about Andrew Lloyd Webber, and that's just because Paul F. Tompkins does him as a character sometimes. And Cats, which everybody seems to talk about a lot because it was a disaster. Uh, so I know some things about Cats. Anyway, I'm, I guess I'm a bad guy. Uh What's going on that I can cover in a couple minutes? Um, boy, like I said, we're doing best TV of the year next week, hopefully. So I don't want to step on those toes, but man, oh man, am I enjoying the Hawkeye series on Disney Plus. This is not at all surprising, uh, given how much I like the Marvel stuff, uh, how much I specifically like the Hawkeye series that uh, the TV show is based on. And the fact that not only is there a cute dog, but it's all set at Christmas. So it is a 
just a, a straight shot right to my heart. Uh, and I am confident, four episodes have aired as I, as I say this, uh, I am confident that Vincent D'Onofrio as the kingpin from the Netflix Daredevil series is going to show up before the end of the series. I think we've already heard his voice and seen his hand. And that would be, I will lose my mind when that happens. Like, there was this whole thing when, when WandaVision was on that people were saying, oh, this is going to be the show that introduces the X-Men, even though that clearly wasn't what the show was about. <laughs> it's a show about a woman dealing with her grief through her love of old television shows. It's a bit of a leap to say, and also Wolverine is going to show up. Ah, uh, but... So I made fun of those people, but I am now one of those people for the Kingpin appearing in Hawkeye, which does seem like less of a long shot, to be honest, but I'm convinced. I think we might see Daredevil, too. I don't know, because they're, they're using sort of a Daredevil supporting character, and if they do have Kingpin, it's it's pretty natural. Uh, we know he, or at least his alter ego, Matt Murdock, is in the Spider-Man movie, so... And we're going to see a Daredevil sooner or later. Um, boy, what else? Uh, I'm drawing a blank. I got real far behind on TV uh, because I was gone. And I feel like I'm developing a little more healthy, uh, healthy relationship with, with media over this last year or so. I still watch too much TV, but not an obscene amount. Like the the years of me having 11 hours worth of programming to watch on Sunday night is over. Um, I don't know what has filled that space in my life. Uh, it's certainly not like I've picked up any new hobbies or anything. So maybe I'm just... blissfully unconscious for longer? I don't know. I'd have to do an org chart and figure out figure out where my time has gone. Pretty weird now that I think about it. Ah, uh, I apologize for this episode being kind of rambly, but it's the first one after vacation, and uh, I was going to say the last one before Christmas, but we got another week. Um, I mean, there's two weeks till Christmas, but that constitutes one episode. Uh, will I record on Christmas? Probably. What else am I going to do? Uh, so before I sign off, let's just, uh, as always, give a big shout out to my awesome sponsor, TeasedbySummer.com. Uh, excuse me. Apparently there was a, had, had a nice, nice big uh, uh, surge in sales for the holidays, which is amazing. Um, it's... You can maybe still get something for a gift if you order immediately. I, I'm not in a position to make those promises. Based on my own experiences, it's, it's possible. Uh, or, you know, get, some, get a t-shirt so you can be ready when the sun comes out again. Or, you know, it's good all year round. Mugs. I seriously cannot stop talking about these talking about the the teas by summer mugs they are 
They are all just fantastic. I have them all on my desk at work. Uh, you know, they make me happy. The the new car ideas is is just beautiful to look at. The that's a chunky. Uh, my favorite design got better. Uh, the Carl Havoc mug. I don't want to be around anymore. Holy smokes, that's a good mug, guys. That's a good mug. If you have a job like mine, it is the most appropriate mug you could carry around. Uh, so, you know, those are good all year round. Uh, there's a very good water bottle. I, I really been doing this for, for a year plus now. And I just, I cannot say enough good things about the Tease by Summer experience. It is, it's great. Uh, I feel like maybe I could just record one ad and keep reusing it because I'm, I, I so often run out of things to say, which is more a function of having done this 50 or so times. Uh, but I genuinely enthusiastic. Every time there's a new item, I am so, I'm so happy. Uh, I like to be the first one to order it, even if I can't prove that I was first. Deep down, I know that I am. Uh, just, it just could not be better design-wise. And, uh, you know, to, uh, you've heard her on the podcast. She's an absolute delight. Buy something. Help out a, help out a, help out. It makes it sound like a charity case, but, you know, your money's going to your money's going to a nice person who's working who works hard and makes good things. And honestly, that's a pretty good thing to do with your money, right? Yeah, teasebysummer.com. You won't regret it. Buy something, leave a nice review, tell her EJ sent you. Uh, or you don't even have to do that last part. What you know, that's just weird. Do it or don't. I can't stop you. I can stop you from listening if you don't order something from the website, though. I actually have that power. Don't test me. Just comply, and let's move on. Anyway, that was... Thank you for indulging me as I rambled about my trip. Uh, hopefully next week will be full of exciting TV talk. And you'll get to hear another person have opinions. Which frankly sounds pretty sweet right now uh, you can email me at fedtalks at yahoo.com uh, you can twitter me at EJ Fetish. you can instagram me at EJ underscore Fetus. I'm not hugely active on social media right now but if you message me or tag me I'll, I'll see it and probably act on it um that's about it. Keep up the good work. I will talk to you in a week or so. Uh, thanks for being cool. Bye. Fed Talks is a full boys production. Wah, wah, wah.